Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome and welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Health podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. I said Tim. Thank you for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Smooth. How are you today? I'm good. I am. A lot of good energy. Feel it. I have a lot of optimism for the future. Mm. A lot of gratitude for where I'm at. Today, I, I, my energy has been in it's been aligned how I like it to be. Love that. A little bit of planning. A lot of in the moment. I just like that. I like that balance between the two. Agreed. So I'm in a good space. How about you? I'm feeling good about myself, which is a big win for me because the past couple of years it hasn't been so. Um, happy to be here, having this conversation, continuing to detach from. Oh, versions of myself, things, people, and like you said, just be more in the moment. Yeah, it's crazy. We're going to get to them next, but I didn't say it's crazy how much humans can accomplish even when they don't feel like 100 or feel like themselves or feel confident. It's crazy how much we do and not be 100%. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like most days I'm not 100%. Mm. I don't feel like I'm 100% most days, maybe 98, you know, 99, 70, sometimes 50, but I still show up. Sometimes 50. I seen you at 50. I might not see it, but that's the thing, though. Other people can't see what number you at because it's crazy what we can't accomplish when we don't feel, like I said, like ourselves. Yeah, and I think it's the days that we're not at 100%, those are the days that is most important to at least try to show up. If you can't, Mm -hmm. that's okay, but do what you can. Those are them, them be the days. <laughs> them the days. You are hilarious. But how y'all doing from the cubes? How y'all doing from the cubicles? Oh, not cubicles. vocals for the cubes. I that wasn't even no vocals. I can't match y'all in. From the cubicles, take a minute. Have you, I guess, a lot of people may not know why we say cubicles. Why do you say cubicles? Why do I say cubicles? Yeah, because you was like... Cause I'm always working him. I'm always I'm always, I'm always at work. work Cause, cause I'm, I'm always, always working, working on, on myself. myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for the people cubes. who may not know, from the cubes, take a deep breath, check in with yourself. How are you? Now that we've all grounded ourselves, what are we rapping about today? Today we're having a conversation about the arrival fallacy. I first heard about this term when I was listening to the Karma of Success. By Liz Trent. And by the way, by the way, <laughs> by the way, she did me and I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> telling me, oh my God, I heard you listening to my book. I love your podcast. Keep it up. And I needed that that day. So thank you, Liz, for that DM. You just brighten up my day. But yeah, when I heard about the arrival fallacy, I knew. I was like, yeah, we're going to talk about that. I thought it was some good shit. I was like, I want me an arrival fallacy. 
You sound good when you say it. Uh, to me, it. it boy, I, I went on an arrival fallacy. I said, whoa, <laughs> good. It's like I thought it was like. I ain't gonna. I mean, I ain't gonna say I thought it was a drug, but I thought it was like a good trip. Like you went on a cloud nine trip, arrival. Fa- I think it's the word fallacy that's confusing me. But see, because it sounds fancy. Fallacy isn't a word that I've been exposed to. See, I know. See, that's why it confused me. Yeah, yeah. That's why but, it got me. But the term was coined by psychologist Dr. Tal Ben Shahar, mm. and it basically means that when you believe that attaining a particular goal or Success will lead to long-term happiness. Mm-hmm. AKA, I'll be good when. Yeah, like once I get this, yeah, ooh, yeah, I'll when be happy. I'll be I'm just waiting on this. Like, yeah, or I'll be my best self when AK, you know, this yeah, yeah, XYZ yeah. happens. So you know what a rival fallacy is. You just didn't know that term. Exactly. You know I didn't know it had a term. Me neither. Everybody, yeah. but I know I'll be good when. Yeah. I said that plenty. I've lived that story all my life. Yes. All my life. Do you think, I mean, I feel like it goes without saying, but do you think that you have fallen victim to the arrival fallacy? For sure. Still victim to it. Me, even even when I found out about it, I was like, we both was like, I, I know what it is. I know it's probably not healthy. I'm probably still going to do it. You, you, I was like, here's my thing. I'm hearing you. I'm I hearing hear you, I know Mr. You. Psychologist. And I know you right, brother Tuba. <laughs> <laughs> I know you right. But like... Are you sure though? Because I do feel like once I do this, I'm gonna be. I do feel like I'm gonna be, and I think we are right to assume that we will be happy at that moment. But we all know happiness is like a drug; it's going to eventually fade, and you're gonna come to this new existence of normal. And human beings aren't meant to be happy all the yes, time. No, no. We are naturally meant to feel every emotion that is possible in the human experience. Mm-hmm. So, the belief that something will bring you long-term happiness. And I, I guess generally speaking, right, are you happy in your life right now? Right? Like, are you happy with yeah. your life versus I'm happy today? I'm sad today. Those are different. So I, I do get that. But I think for me personally, it takes me away from today. The moment. Because if, if you're saying, like, if this, if when this thing happens, I'll be happy. You don't really, it's unconscious, but you're saying that you can't be happy today. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like how you put that. It go back to my point, too, in the beginning where I say people accomplish so many things and not be at 100. You you willingly and knowingly saying, I'll never be at 100 until I accomplish this thing. Yeah. Saying, I'm going to coast at 75, 60, whatever it is, until I accomplish said goal. Exactly. And you learn how to work with less of you when all of you is available. Mmm... It's crazy. That's crazy. Smooth. Smooth. So I say, in in other words, a rival fallacy, when I say it to myself, it's the act of pushing or trying, excuse me, it is the act of pushing or tying your gratitude, happiness, forgiveness, grace, or any other essential emotion, energy, to an accomplishment or threshold in the future. That's really good, psychologist Tim. Psychologist Tim, Mr. Pa- psychologist. Pastor Tim is, is I'd prefer Pastor, Pastor Tim. Tim. It is, you feel what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just like in simpler terms, it's I'll be happy when. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we're just breaking it down, it's like like I said, you were not giving yourself full access to who you can be. Yeah. I think as human beings, we often place happiness outside of ourselves. I know I do it 
all the time. And like, I would love to see him be like, no, I don't suffer from no rival fallacy. Like, I'm happy. Da 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 da. I don't place my happiness or my joy on tangible things or, you know, future outcomes outside of myself. But I do. I feel like I've fallen victim to placing. And I mean, obviously, that's why we, so many of us are on this healing journey because we've continued to place happiness outside of ourselves. When I know y'all get tired of hearing it, but I have to keep saying it because I have to keep reminding myself and reminding those who need to hear it that it's within us. And until we can understand that, grasp that concept, and live it, you know what I mean? Then we'll never find happiness. Yeah. You need a constant reminder of it since life is a constant thing. You need a constant reminder because you got you got a job, you may have, you know, kids, a partner, activity, whatever you got going on. Twenty four hours that they give us in a day, it quickly goes. Well, it doesn't quickly go. It goes at the exact same time every day. Our attention, our actions, and our thoughts quickly go into directions that we don't want them to. Yeah. Just about every day. So you need the constant reminder of the basics of just overall wellness. Is It all comes within you. And I mean, it's reminders, but at the same time, a lot of it is new shit that we weren't taught. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? In the beginning, it can be new shit that you just yeah. weren't taught. Or even with, like, like you said, needing to be reminded certain things. Heavy on that because I don't even remember what I had on yesterday. My attention span, I guess that's not attention span. But no, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, it's not good. I don't remember. I can't even really tell you, not right now, not off the of back. Not off back, like a conversation that I had yesterday. Yeah, just one. Like I said it, I can't. Our thoughts and, like I said, our energy, our actions can get scattered throughout this human experience the way they didn't set it up for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we need these gentle reminders. What do you think is the root cause of your belief that happiness is on the other side of, like, all your success and personal achievements? So the root to my arrival fallacy. Yeah, like, what do you? what is the root cause of that? Like, not, a, not some type of Band-Aid shit, but, like, root it. I would probably go with lack of self-acceptance mm-hmm. uh, tug of war with confidence mm-hmm. those are probably the main two things of why I have a rival fallacy even deeper though why do you think you lack self-confidence and what was the other thing you said self-acceptance self-acceptance because I haven't accomplished the things I want to accomplish. Nah. It's deeper. As as It may be deeper. But as today, those are the only, that's the only level I'm at right now. As far as, like, you know, yeah. digging into it. That's I where I'm at. That, you know and I mean? accept that. It might, it probably is deeper. It might be from childhood something. Yeah. But I haven't connected the dots on it. Mm-hmm. But I, my arrival fallacy, for me, personally, is... It started at adulthood when I set goals, where I wanted to be in life, what I wanted to do, and how I wanted to live. That's where mine came, the arrival fallacy. When I was a kid, you know, you you think you're going to do all the amazing things in the world and, and whatnot. I had no arrival fallacy. It was no real time period. I just knew when I get older. That's what you said when you were a kid. Yeah, when I, when grow I get up, older. When I grow up. You didn't say when I'm when you were 12, you didn't say when I'm 25, I'll be, you didn't have a time on it. It's just yeah. when I grow up. There's no specific time. But mm-hmm. once you actually grow up, 
Then you start to put them dates Agreed. on everything. And that's, to me, when my arrival fallacy came. For me, I'm an artist. And with art, it's, it's such a tango, like a dance. Yeah. I have to release the art. They, The world kind of reacts to the art. And that's when the trouble starts for artists. Because we might put out something that we love, and they thought it was me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now we're doing this dance between a positive reaction to our art and what we love. Got it. Back and forth with that, and then back and forth with the community that we're releasing this art into. And when you're not getting the results that you want for yourself, then that's when the lack of self-acceptance comes in, the lack of confidence in the art that you're putting out. For me, that's that's what it's been. Um, I like me personally. I got songs that I believe I love so much, mm-hmm. and they they might really just go unnoticed on the album. Yeah, they just don't get played as much. And I'm thinking like, that's the greatest. Did you not hear this? How could you not have? But that is that's, that's just like the root of it for an artist. And I don't know. Like, it's one of them things, like, we said we suffer from this, and I think I'm going to continue to suffer from a rival fallacy for a little while. Yeah, I think... It's going to be hard for me to shake it until I get what I want. Especially since it's something that we've suffered from for so long. We literally, as of last week, we were able to have a term, like, a a, a face to this, what this thing is. But I think also having goals isn't bad because Mm -mm. goals motivate us, and it allows us to cultivate habits that will better us you know in the present moment in the future so goals are good but I think once you place your worth in achieving those goals is where the problem begins for me I think as I was having this conversation with I think I, I audio journaled a little bit and then I came home and kind of talked to you about it as well I think the root cause first of all generally speaking the way society is set up mm-hmm. is a huge cause of why we think once we attain certain levels of success, we'll be happier. Like, think about the American dream. When you think about mm-hmm. things like that, having a great job, family, children, like, that's the American dream, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. the American dream. Once we see that picture, we we attach our happiness to titles and success. So I think that's one thing. Um, another thing is, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. We're able to see the lives of others, what what looks like the lives of others, mm-hmm. so closely. Yeah. And we see all these things that these people have, all these accomplishments, the family, whatever the case may be, and we, we're like, oh, they're, they're happy. Yeah. If I have that, I'll be happy too. When I have that, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. I think that has a lot to do with it as well. And the thing about that is, as as we all know, social media is not real. I was having a conversation with my older cousin about this, I think the other day. Social media is not real. No one's out here, and I think it's okay. I think it's okay that it's not real. I really do. Like, I've come to terms with the fact that it's not real, and that's okay. Because when we are putting ourselves out here in the digital world we have to have some kind of hmm what's the word discernment like mm-hmm. nobody don't need to know all your business Thanks. like that's just what it is and 
it's vulnerable putting all of yourself out there. It is. And not everybody deserves dirt, deserves that piece of you. Mm-mm. Like, that's just truth. But when entering this space of social media, you have to understand that it is not real. Like, we can't get on here comparing ourselves and comparing other people's lives and other people's quote-unquote happiness to ours. Because nine times out of ten, it's not actually real. Like, yeah, they may be happy, but... I'm pretty sure they have challenges and things that they struggle with. Like I've had to learn that nobody's perfect. Everybody has challenges. Everybody has like literally everyone. Yeah, thanks. Every breathing being. Maybe not animals because they, they got, don't they have struggles. a. They got struggles they got too. Struggles. <laughs> but, struggles. but yeah. Now back to me, my root cause. Okay. Ah, because I know I'm long-winded right now, but what a podcast for. Um, (laughs) I think that I often feel like an orphan. I hope I don't cry because I feel it. But I often feel like an orphan. I'm here for you. I know you're here, and I'm just trying to word it. Obviously, I think that no matter how old you get, you need... Your parents, mm-hmm. like plural parents, because I didn't grow up grow up with two parents, and I find myself being very hopeful, like hoping that they'll give me what it is that I need. I don't always exactly know what it is that I need from them, but I know I want to feel safe. I know I want to feel seen and understood and loved by my parents, and I don't always feel that. Trans, just to be transparent, my parents were never together. You know that. Mm-hmm. They were never together. Like, they were never married. Now, at any point in my life, my parents were never, like, in a relationship. Yeah, just a relationship. Like yeah, so... Now that I'm an adult, like, my dad talks to me more. Like, every other day, he texts me. But it's not about me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it's about him. Like, he's trying to prove something to me. Like, he's trying to get me to like him, I think. I really don't. I can't really yeah, put can't a really finger on what it, is. what it is. Yeah. And then with my mom. Chad, I don't even know where I began. And I'm not going to get all the way into it. But she calls me with all her problems. Mm-hmm. Sometimes crying on the phone. Yelling mad. And obviously, like, there are some deep mental health issues going on there. Mm-hmm. But I remember she called me the other day, and I was just like, you know, why can't I call you and come to you with my problems? Like, I'm your daughter. I shouldn't have to. I got you, babe. I shouldn't have to be giving you advice. Like, she literally tell me, you're a therapist. I don't want to be your therapist. I want to be your daughter. Yeah. That's what I want to be. And I find myself being so hopeful about that relationship. Even with the both of them, both of my parents, like, it's never been about me. I don't think it ever has. Mm -mm. They talk to me about each other. Yeah. No one ever asks me how I'm feeling. And so I think with that lack of being seen and just my parents being incapable of giving me what it is that I need at this point in my life, I feel 
I won't say worthless because that's not true, but I feel empty. There's a void that I'm trying to fill. So whenever I associate my happiness being in the future or associate my happiness and worth with a goal, a milestone, I'm really searching for the love, the support, the safety, the security, the understanding that I seek from my parents. Hmm. I just want to thank you for your, your bravery, your courage to like share that with people, empathy, your self-awareness to even know on a deeper level where it all comes from. Thank you, it's very, it's very, it's something that I admire, and I know that our listeners probably admire too. Thank you. I love you. Me too. But yeah, that's the root. I really don't know how to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to follow it up. Like, but it's like that's the end. Is the podcast over? <laughs> but nah. Um, I, I did want to speak on something real quick. <laughs> Amazing. Stop laughing. Amazing sediment. I don't know. I don't really know how, to, how we follow it up, but I'm going to. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> um, like goals, like you said, goals are good. They push us. But when we become overly obsessed, they hinder us from feeling what is actually taking place in the now. Like goals rob us of the present moment. We put ourselves in actions, environments, uh, engagements we would never consider due to our unwillingness to surrender obsessions to these goals. You know what I mean? Like a health goal may be for someone to lose weight. Mm -hmm. A simple tactic was that I'm going to go to the gym three, four times a week. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to cut out fried food. When you start to over-obsess, now you... Counting calories, you weighing every you weighing every meal that you eat now. And now like, you're not eating cake at your homie wedding. I, and no shade to people who like do that. Do thing. that. Cool. But I've always seen because you know I've been into like eating well for like yeah. years, and so obviously I would watch these videos and I would see people weigh their food, count calories, it's cringing at, and I'm just I, my heart yeah, just yeah. like I, for me personally, it just. Like it, Ooh, it's, it's too cringy much. a little bit. Like you, yeah, yeah, it's cringy. It's almost like over obsessing about yeah. the thing. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. That's when goals um, become unhealthy. Yeah, you know what I'm we're doing too much. We're taking ourselves out of the moment yes. into a depressing situation, and not just like I don't mean depressing, meaning like um, you know how people can be diagnosed with depression i mean like depression like Clinical. taking the air out of a situation mm. oh depressing the situation is that decompress decompress deep i think depressing maybe decompress <laughs> okay. I, I mean i don't know either <laughs> you know what i mean um just taking like the fun out of it yeah. like you're taking the fun out of working out yeah you, like, you get done working out you're supposed to feel like a badass exactly not like empowered you, not like you out of gas and I can't come back here again. Exactly. I can't. I can't continue this process. Exactly. Because you feel like a badass. Not like this. So when I, the I, oh sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say like goals can be tricky. 
They really yeah. can't. And they, but the thing about life, life is supposed to be fun. One of my favorite quotes from Poetic Justice, she was like, "This just this a big ass, this a big ass world we supposed to." What she said? It's a big ass place. Greatest world ain't nothing but a big ass place for us to fuck fuck up up. in it or something like that. It's it's a beautiful quote for real. Like Like, it is, and it's just like life is supposed to be fun. I mean, obviously have goals, but when your goals begin, like when you start obsessing over it, and you you transform into somewhat of a lost soul because that's what a lost soul is when yeah, you yeah. when you obsess over something so badly that nothing else matters yeah like now i think a, a big thing about that be we won't release the war on time what do you mean by that well like like when you don't release the war on time you will never find the time in the first place. The war on time. Are you saying the war on time or the war on time? Yeah, like the war we have on time. Like, oh, there's not enough hours in a day. Uh, I don't have enough time. Release your war on time. Like what time is always here for? Mm-hmm, it's your ally. Yeah, yeah, time is your ally. We always try to push things off. Or we say that you just, I didn't have enough time to get to this. So I don't ain't enough hours in a day. It's plenty of time. We it just is. don't be. What are you actually doing? That's the question. You letting your thoughts, your actions, and your energy go to other places besides where you wanted to. The time was always there. It's the same time every day. And you know what I think too? Because and I think I'm guilty of this. I think I live more in my inner world, in yeah. my head, yeah, than I sure. actually really live in reality. Yeah, you hear people be like, "Where did the time go? The time went to the exact same place it Exa- always." The went. time don't change. You went somewhere else. Exactly. You living in here. In yeah. your mind versus doing it in real life. Thoughts, your actions, your energy went somewhere other than to the thing you wanted to do. 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 Here you go I Also, I think going back to like the root cause of it, of like being victim of the arrival fallacy, I want to say that I think it that root cause can change. I think we have various amount of root causes oh, while sure. we yeah and with time as we live life those root causes will change they'll evolve our, into other things due to our new responsibilities in life yes i want to be an artist to express myself mm-hmm. i got a kid now i need to be an artist that expresses themselves and make a dollar off the yeah. art you know what i'm saying exactly. so now i'm even more pressed exactly into the arrival fallacy to get this shit done mm-hmm. so it, it gets tough how has being a victim of the arrival fallacy affected your well-being? Like it go back to confidence and not being able to sometimes stand on my ideas 100% as they are as they are. Mm-hmm. Not cater them to society when I put them out. Just releasing them as I see them, releasing my opinion as I see them. A lot of times we'll want to speak on a certain subject but we'll speak on it as gently as we think a society will accept yeah that statement and i think one of the i ain't gonna say one of the best it's like best or worst however you want to look at it like kanye west like he makes these statements and they be like controversial to some people but they are his they're his they're his thoughts straight from him to you so i can admire the fact that like he don't usually like filter it too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It give you room to you if you don't like it, you don't like it. And if you do, you know that's cool. But, but we like, know this is actually who he is. Yes, at the moment. And I can grant him that. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people can't grant people don't that the grace 
to that is who they are at the moment. And yeah. they will change in a different moment. Yeah, especially Kanye. He's a Gemini. <laughs> especially Kanye. He's a Gemini. Like you I, are a Gemini. Yeah, yeah. And I you know. change in the moment. I am, um, yes. Yes, you do. Ooh, I yeah. do. You seem um, bothered. A little bothered at times with the Gemini. Give me my grace. It's who I, it's who I am, though. How much grace can you give a fucking Gemini? <laughs> you give them grace, and they, you'll never see that shit. You'll never see the end of grace. Come on, man. Come Gemini. on, let us live. Didn't your boy got an album like that? Uh, Steve Lacey. You can't. You can't. You can't. What he said? What, you like, can't. Something, something. You can't treat Gemini. Gemini or something like that. Yeah. Um, for me, I think that. The arrival fallacy has affected my well-being in a multitude of ways. Uh, definitely my self-worth. Mm. Again, yeah, it's one I, of them. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I should have mentioned that on mine. Yeah. yeah. I'll mention it for the both of us. Yeah. Yeah, like, obviously, putting my worth in titles or in success or, you know, Numbers. Number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, it has definitely affected my self-perception. And I think that goes back to the obligations that society places upon us as human beings. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like titles and stuff like that. And I have been guilty of allowing others opinions expectations to shape my self-perception yeah so that's one what's another one and honestly just low mental health in general yeah it'll stress you yeah it will definitely stress you because again it takes you out of the moment and when you are constantly living in a place that does not exist it just it brings you low energy yeah like you said with social media with social media and the way our minds work, our minds quickly classify things and minimize things and put them in folders. General, and generalize. Yeah. things. So when you see somebody, you know, who might be in your field and they got the things that you want, mm-hmm. you know, the numbers, the recognition, um, the respect, you know, the money, whatever it might be, your brain automatically classifies that's a winner. Yeah. He's winning. And if he's winning and you don't have what he have, then what are you? Yes. So it's like your mind, you might think, you're saying he's winning, he's doing great, but your mind classified two files. Him in the winner position, but and whoever else doesn't have what he has, unconsciously, or in the loser exactly. file. Exactly. And your mind is great. You're, your mind thinks so fast that, hey, when it was putting everybody in the loser pile, they kind of saw your numbers and said, we're in, in there, there too. too. And the brain put it there so quickly, and, and that's the trap you put yourself in with social media if you're not careful on, like, who you follow, what you follow, yeah. and how it makes you feel. Agree. Ooh, feel. Mm. That, that is a big one, how it makes you feel. If I go to somebody's post or I'm quick with my unfollow button. Oh, baby, I'm quick with the unfollow, the oh, mute. The mute, whatever it got to be, you know what I mean? If I if I ever have an emotion that is negative on social media, I will. I bet you that's the last time I see your shit, your face. Oh, Maybe the last mama. time I see your face around her, buddy. <laughs> last time. Feeling. I love that you said that. I just want to live my life. I just want to feel more. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah, I yeah. want to be able to feel it. And I want to be able to assess those feelings and live my life accordingly. I get that. Doubling back to mine, like one of them was like pressure on putting my art out. 
And I, I have to realize, like, I'm only punishing myself when I obsess over the art. Yeah. I only punish me. Now, only my mental, only my soul, only my confidence takes a fucking beating when I obsess about it. Right. It don't get me closer to my goals. It just beats me up about it. It makes it harder for me to get back into the ring to put my art out because I got my ass beat so bad last time by me. Right. It, it's a it's a torturing thing. I have to, you know, tell myself and realize like my powers only get stronger over time. Mm. They're not diminishing, they're replenishing through experience. Mm. You feel me around? I feel you. Replenishing. I like that yes. word. I like that word. Not diminishing, but replenishing. Powers only get stronger over time. I'm not diminishing, I'm replenishing. I love that. You know what I'm saying? That, that is the biggest thing. Like I know you went in the ring and you lost, you may have lost that fight, but you got a lot of experience, dog. Agreed. Yeah, get back in there, kid. Agreed. I think also, too, there are, because you mentioned, like, you know, it's just really you against you. Yeah, I think you. often we have this narrative, this made-up narrative of what people think of us, what, how people are going to receive our art, us, who we truly are. And it isn't real. No. And I think that, as you just said, the real battle is within. Mm-hmm. There are, uh, unfortunately, a lot of battles in this world, you know. But the biggest battle is the battle within. Yeah. I can't stress, we can't stress that enough. Like, when you think that people going to say this, if this is released, you know they is just the inner critic inside of you. Agreed. So, again, it's, it's like you said, it's all within you. Yeah. They ain't seen nothing yet. The who only are they? they, who is they? Who are they? They ain't seen it yet. They haven't heard it yet. Only person is criticizing it is you. Yeah. Let it go. You can't become wise without trial and error. Facts. You can't. Facts. I wanted to go back to one more thing for me that um, how it's affected my well-being. It puts me in a lag mindset, which I talk about that a lot. But when you place happiness outside of the present moment, automatically, by default, it by puts default. you in a lag mindset. And with the lag mindset, your options are very limited. Yes. Super limited. And even like just how I move in the world, I find myself like having a lag mindset in being victim of binary thinking. Mm-hmm. Binary thinking is basically like, if you have never heard of that, this. I don't know how you knew I was finna ask. I don't, I know you. It's this or that, like black and white. Mm. There's some, and it's, it's just like, there's so many fucking loopholes to life. It's so many loopholes yeah. to life. I literally was doing something yesterday. I was thinking about, I think maybe content, work. I don't even know. And I was like, mm, but I could do it like this, or I got I, I got to do it like that. But it's just like, or, you know, we have X, Y, Z. Like, yeah, life is full of fucking loopholes, bro. And when you come back to the moment and realize that you're abundant in this moment and you are a limitless being in this moment, you will finally wake the fuck up and see damn, I can do that, or I could do that, or I could do that, or I could do that. Yeah, you're only limited by what you believe you can do. Mm. Like you said, Dick Gregory once said, you know, if you tell yourself, I can't afford to go to Paris, you just told all millions of cells in your body to make sure we do everything possible that we can't get to Paris. Exactly. You know what I mean? You got, like you said, you only captured by what you believe. 
Facts. So how do you think the arrival fallacy has affected your relationships? <sighs> the relationship that comes to mind is obviously my relationship with you, but the relationship with our daughters. Because mm. I come from someone who worked multiple jobs so we could survive, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. we could exist and have the essentials of life. I've often felt like, you know, alone, mm -hmm. like I wasn't heard. I found myself not being in the moment with my children. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I be out of the moment. But once I get back in the moment, I realize that I was out of the moment. And I'm like, yeah. damn, this is happiness. Mm -hmm. These beautiful faces, these children, this is happiness. And I worry that they won't feel like. I was there mentally. Yeah. Like, you know, because I think kids are smart. They can tell. They can tell when you ain't paying attention to Exactly. Yeah. And I find myself admittedly sometimes not paying attention, being in a whole nother world. And I don't want that. Yeah. They deserve to have my full attention. They do. I don't want to become so obsessed with my goal or my work because I think sometimes I blame it on, I just love what I do so much. Like, that's why I'm always thinking about it. But are you obsessing over yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Are you obsessing over it? Why we created the rule, no work on the weekends. No work on the weekends. But, yeah, I definitely think that hopefully they can't quite tell. Hopefully you disguise it. Because they really be in their own worlds low-key sometimes. Yeah. But um, I but hope. The, but the simplest thing, when even when you distracted or they distracted, the simplest thing, like them on the iPad, but then like you bringing them in to cuddle. Yeah, simplest thing. Yeah, cause Zuri love to cuddle. That's just, my little cuddle buddy. I just thought this morning, I was like, next time I see my grandma, I'll make sure I cuddle on. Aww. I remember doing it as a kid, but I just it's probably been like twenty years yeah. since I sat in that position and just like lean my head on my granny, and I, I want to know what that feeling is again. Before I mean, mm -hmm. I won't have my grandmother forever. We won't have right. each other forever, so I want to know that feeling again. Mm. That made my heart beat. I love, I love, my I love doors. I love her. <laughs> but uh, same question to you. How do you think the arrival fallacy has affected your relationships? Sometimes I don't like to show up. What do you mean? I just don't like to show up physically. I don't like to show up in places because of a little bit of shame. Like, really. I got no shame at being a 34-year-old artist. You are not 34. I'm not 34 yet. I'm 33, but I'm finna be 34 in That's July. That's in July, and that goes back to living in the future. Presently, you are 33 years old. Do it. It's, it's no, like a it couple matters. months. I know, but see, I, it's you not. You hate when I do I it. I hate when you, you do you that, really, though. It's just a couple. All right. It's not. It's literally five months. That's almost half of a year from now, bro. Yeah. You're 33. We're living in the present. You are not 34. 33 back. years old. Thank you. As my mom yeah, okay, somebody me. needs to be your mama. Tony did an awesome job with me. She did what she, <laughs> she, did what she could. She did what she could with y'all. Again, I have some shame. Not, I'm not ashamed that I'm a 33-year-old artist. Sometimes I have shame I'm a 33-year-old artist and I don't have the things that show a successful 33-year-old artist. Mm. So that sometimes makes me want to be absent. Sometimes I don't even want to like go back home or go places like yeah because i ain't got the things that i want to have at that 
that I thought I would have at that mark. Yeah, that's ego, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, it but is. That's it ego. Is. That's not. Damn you. Damn but I'm but just that saying is, that is that is my that ego. Is. But just being ultimately just vulnerable, like that's what it is. Yeah, I be yeah. just like, I get over it and go. But ultimately, I can feel it on the inside, hurting the experience that I have because I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's one of them things where you think everybody can see your your thing. Yeah, like everybody catching your pants down. You know what I mean? Kind I of thing. I understand that. I do. So yeah, that's that's what has affected my relationship. Sometimes I don't even be like. Want to show up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because ultimately, I know that linked from my childhood. When, where I grew up, it was, it was like, if you ain't, like Boosie even said it in the song before. If you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. Like, Boosie said Yeah, he it? said that in the song before. Uh, if you ain't got no money, I thought Fergie. What? Fergie? D-L-A-M. And it'd be like, if you ain't got no money, take your broke ass Okay. Some I, I heard it from Lil Boosie. I don't know about Fergie. She wasn't really in rotation in, in my <laughs> She was in my rotation. What <laughs> <laughs> in mine. But like that that statement or just being from around the way, like when you ain't have it, you just kinda like ducked off. Yeah. And they be like, well, social media is, is like, um, disappear for whatever months and come back. But you know what? I relate to that though. I can that's I what think I mean. it's okay to take a step back and work on yourself. But what happens when that step back is to work on something that's gonna maybe feed the ego? Then is you know it, is what it though? Great? But is it my ego? We or had this it... conversation though earlier today. We were talking about wanting to be millionaires. Like I've never uh -huh. blatantly said I want to be. Re I do. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. desire we, to we... be very wealthy, but I don't think that's. I don't think that's bad because no. of course I want a good life. Yeah, and I think that I mean not saying you got to be millionaires to have a good life. No, because I got one now. Exactly. But I want to help so many people. Yeah. We had a conversation like, you know, there's a war going on right now. Yeah, and I, I, one of the reasons why I wanted to be a millionaire. So we can help, actually yeah, help, help out people. with that. Like, you know what I mean? I, we've donated money. But yeah. if I had more, I would donate more. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. that just goes back to like not having what I want to have as a 33. Thank you, sir. Year old artist. Yeah, and I think sometimes a lot of, a lot of times... There is a negative connotation that is attached to being rich or having, you know, certain abundance, uh, abundance. And it's not negative. It's about how what you do with it, it is about what you do and with how it. you allow it to affect uh, how you allow the abundance that is always there to affect you mm -hmm. and how you move in this world. Yeah. Money ain't evil. No. What people do with it is evil. Yes. People do evil. But things. people have been trading and using a currency. For Some type centuries. of currency for centuries. It's, yeah. it's been the way of man. Yeah. It's just that we have we're in an era where it is way more acceptable to hoard mm. your power or your resources. Yeah. In today's time, it's way more acceptable to be, you know, motherfuckers up millions and there's people who ain't got a who homeless. Pocket fist on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's way more acceptable to a guy to have a hundred million dollars and. That homeless people out here, and there's people who can't afford surgeries because they don't yeah. got the money, and yeah. it's okay for that rich person because hey, they earned that money. We can't tell them what to do with it. Yeah, that's the new they thing. Quote, like, unquote. They quote unquote like can't tell them what to do with it. Yeah, but that's just the times we live in. But last question before we release y'all, the bell. I release you. The bell does not. Did your teacher ever tell you that? Yes. I used to hate that shit. Me too. Last question. I leave be when I want. <laughs> you won't. Last question. 
Do you think the arrival fallacy is something you'll ever get over? If so, how do you plan to do so? I fucking hope so. <laughs> um, And if not, that's okay. I just want to continue to remind myself that my worth isn't equivalent to the tangible success in my life. Mm-hmm. Abundance is in this moment. As always, and I've been doing this more frequently than usual, expressing gratitude for what I have in my life, but also self-gratitude. Like, you know, we did this today. We stood up for ourselves today. And some nights I forget, but doing that really does create more abundance, more happiness, because I'm seeing like, oh, shit, I can be happy right now. I have things to be grateful for right now. Um, another thing is also just doing things for the sake of doing them. I think we live in such a capitalistic world that everything that Every, I get good at, yeah. I want to make money off of. Yeah, everything that <laughs> and, we do, or I want to like, be the best steady or got to yeah. have success attached to it. So, yeah, just doing things for the sake of doing them and finding joy in that particular thing that I whatever it may be like I love to run of course right. I don't know just me being the com- the competitive person I am I'm like oh yes okay I ran three miles today I gotta run it. five tomorrow mm-hmm. but like obviously continuing to push myself but also at the same time having some kind of balance and doing things for fun what about you I don't think I'm ever gonna get over Bay. Mm-mm. But but see, I said I wanted to say that to let people know, it is perfectly fine to have certain things that give you trouble. I don't want people to believe that wellness you have to be okay and good in every aspect to yeah. be in a well state. Agree. Well being, you it's okay to have that thing like no nah, that shit is always gonna kind of itch me. I'm always gonna have a little trouble with it. I'm I'm personally gonna always until I hit that goal. Have a little trouble with a rival fallacy. Yeah, I don't think I'm never not going to have trouble with it, but I think I'm going to always be actively, like, I'm conscious of it. Yeah. But actively bringing myself back to the moment. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> y'all, I like, you coming, y'all, bitch. <laughs> he was like, okay, let me finish. Okay, go ahead. But again, like I said, I think, I think it's good to have a mark, like, I think it's okay. I don't want people to know it's okay to have something that bothers yeah. you, like, regardless. And you're still okay. You're not a bad person because you can't get over this thing. Absolutely not. I'm always had it a rival fallacy just because I'm, I don't know. It comes with the territory of being ambitious and hungry. Mm. Certain things just come with it. And I'm hungry for this shit. I want this shit. Yeah. So this shit just kind of comes with the territory and I have to learn to release certain things. So my happiness, you can't. Arrival fallacy can have my happiness because I don't really even fuck with happiness in the first place. Like True, that. you don't. I don't. I don't fuck yeah. with it. Gratitude is my shit. Absolutely. I won't let arrival fallacy have my gratitude, though. Mm. See, that's the clip, but I, I fuck with it. Like, I'm going to have it, but you can keep that. I'm not letting you get my gratitude. Cause my gratitude, I can show up every single day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I focus in on that part. It might, it might, like I said, it might have my happiness. A little bit of it. Not all of it. I'm still happy. Yeah. I'm laughing all through this podcast with Joe yeah. Goofy ass. We laugh all the time, and I love that for yes. us. But I can't cap to you. I'm probably going to be in trouble with this, this arrival fallacy 
until it happens. Yeah, it goes back to what we said at the beginning. I was, we like, oh, he right, but I he mean, right, but I can't. But at the same time, I can't rock though, with you. I'm it look real happy. <laughs> it look real happy over there. That brother in his Tesla look amazing. It looks good. It looks I've, great. I've never seen that man not smile in that car. I've never seen nobody that happy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he so, looks really happy. I gotta get it, bro. and I, sp- I aspire to have that amount of happiness. I'm sorry, I gotta have that shit, bro. So, it's like materialistic things are they have a bad stigma sometimes mm-hmm. because materialistic things they don't hold as much value as you think they True. do but we all live in this world and it's almost impossible to not want something yeah you know i what mean I'm saying? deepak chopra it might have been deepak or eckhart and i don't know if i've been saying his name wrong tole or toe i don't know but you know, one of them know. who knows but um we are allowed, or it might have been Miguel yeah, Ruiz. I don't know. It's, it's I don't know. Many, I don't know. It's, gurus. You know it's too many, many gurus. I know. I know all of them. They're my friends. But um, we we deserve to have our heaven on earth. Like yeah, we yeah. deserve to have our heaven yeah. on earth, and that's mentally, physically, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. We deserve abundance, and we have to reframe reframe our mindset to believing we deserve that shit yeah. all of it and when you do that like you said before you're telling every cell in your body i deserve that i'm gonna yeah. do everything in my power to go get it i'm happy and i'm abundant and i'm grateful now but i'm gonna also be grateful when i go get that shit because it's mine yes but and i also understand that i'm not gonna put myself in bad situations environments or engage with people i don't want to to go get these things Ooh. you know what i'm saying it's yes like, i'm gonna go hard for it but i'm not crossing the line and putting me somewhere i don't want to be exactly you know what i'm saying in no stage physically spiritually like mentally none, none of, that. of it i ain't willing to cross the line on nothing to go yeah. get it but i am gonna go get it yeah you know what i'm saying smooth smooth and with that being said with that being said Thank you so much for being here with us today, spending time with us. We love you. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. We're sending you so much peace, so much abundance. Joy and abundance. I was like, I'm putting you, do you know? This ain't my part. Abundance (laughs) and everything you need in this moment. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Smooth.